Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. episode 45. All right, guys, I listened to last week's podcast and I worked hard on that one. It was the energy wasn't like lively or anything, but that was because for me, that was like putting it all together. And y'all know, I'm like, I'm no psychologist. I'm no sociologist or anthropologist. I just know it from my lived experience. And this is just one black woman's opinion, right? But for me, it makes sense that given our history, when we understand the complexities of our history, of the soup that we swim in, why desire is such an issue for us, why our nervous system reacts to it in a way that we don't even understand. And so yeah, last week was kind of slow. I was struggling to like put it all together for you guys, but I think it's a point of view that I think needs to be understood because when we take our lived experience into our way of being, of us looking at thought work in a way and looking at how our body reacts, when we put all of that together, I think that's the thing. And we make sense of why we do what we do. I think that's the thing that gives us the awareness we need to do because we know exactly how to manage ourselves, our thoughts, our emotions so that we can move forward. So sometimes my podcasts are going to be like that. It's like slow treading. And that's the way I feel last week was. I think it was like really slow treading. But I still think that what I said had to be said. So I just want to recap. If you didn't listen to last week, even though the energy is low and it's kind of slow, go back and listen to it. I'm just going to recap it a little bit. So desire is one of those emotions that scares the shit out of us for a lot of us. We're not a monolithic society. I do understand that. So I'm not talking to every Black person right here. But if you're one of those high-achieving Black women that has an issue with desire, I just want to make some sense of it. Maybe, possibly, this is a way that you can help yourself get through that. Because listen, before we create more, We have to have the emotion of desire because the desire is the thing that propels us to want more. And so if we want the thing, we have to create the desire to want it. And if we want to create the desire to want it, we have to make it safe for us to do so. We have to devoid ourselves of all of the stops and the blocks that we have for creating and cultivating more desire, okay? A desire out of not surviving, but a desire out of thriving, which is different. Like we have a desire when it comes to like our back is up against the wall, 
but desire more when we're already successful feels for a lot of us totally foreign. And in order for us to cultivate that desire to create that more, I want us to understand why. So the recap is we've been conditioned that wanting more is dangerous. Our success as a whole, historically, has been met with danger. We do better. We get cross in our front yard. So therefore, it also became conditioned where it became a moral issue that to desire more was seen as being too big for your britches. It was a safety issue. So therefore, being grateful for what you had and wanting more was not seen as being grateful. So it became a moral issue. I think that's one of the reasons why we as a people are stuck with the struggle is real. Like we have find community in the struggle, right? It's almost like trauma bonding, as they say, right? But there's this fear of being isolated. To want more meant like the community is like, wait a minute, who you think you are, right? And so there's that fear of isolation. So when we desire more, we have to understand our history and why it's uncomfortable to feed that desire, right? So meeting ourselves where we are is to ask ourselves some really good questions. Like, what is my reason for not going all in with this desire? What am I thinking is going to happen? Why am I not allowing myself to go all in? To desire something and not get it is a big thing. Like you ever watch one of those like Super Bowl or NBA finals, they show the winner, but then they show the leader of the losing team and the leader of the losing team, whether it be a boy, girl or whatever, usually knows that the camera's coming. So what do they do? They put the towel over their face, right? Like, don't watch me because there's tears in their eyes. And there's that like, oh my God, this feels horrible to not get it, right? So we totally can understand why our body, our mind, our brain, because it remembers like anytime we desire something and not gotten it, our body and our brain remembers that and it responds accordingly. So the next time it's like, wait a minute, now remember that last time, right? So you have our historical background going to desire more is dangerous. You have our moral issue, and then you have your lived, your recent lived experiences like this doesn't feel good. All of that creates this tension in your body. And so for most of us, we've never been taught how to deal with that emotion in our body, that feeling, that discomfort. And so for us, that means stop. I shouldn't want that. We make that mean no as opposed to, oh, this is something I get to work through. That's it. This is my stop point. This is where I haven't taught myself to cultivate this. Like soon as we realize there's nothing wrong with feeling this discomfort because of this, like, oh my God, I'm getting ready to desire something. Something on the other side may happen. 
once we make that okay, meeting ourselves where we are, then we get to go, okay, baby girl, what's going on? What do you need? What are you making this mean? Well, if I get this and they're going to think I'm too big for my bridges, then they may not invite me to the stuff. Like you get to ask yourself what's going on and then answer those questions. But until you make it normal for you to have that response, you don't ask those questions. So you don't start unpacking. This is the unpacking, right? If I desire this and I don't get this, I'm going to be disappointed, right? And for most of us, that feeling of disappointment is the thing that really prevents us from feeling the desire. Because really, what we're really afraid of is not the desire. We're scared of the desire, but only because we are unwilling to feel the disappointment. So it's like we don't want to have one emotion because we're afraid of the other emotion, right? So you can understand like, wow, I get it. Like why we as a people have a tendency like to stay in our safe comfort zones. We have our history. We have our learned experience that's been carried on from generation to generation. We have our recent experience. And then we have our inability or our unwillingness to experience disappointment because we haven't been taught because what we make discomfort mean is no, stop, don't go. And what I work with my clients is like, that's where it starts. This is the point where it gets good because now you know you've reached your limit. This is actually a good sign. Like, oh, I've just come up against my comfort zone. And remember, life happens like we're high achieving women. So we want to go beyond our comfort zone. So of course, there's going to be this point where there's a limit. And what we get to do is teach our bodies how to be safe as we go through the limit, as we experience the discomfort and how to talk ourselves through that. Because if we don't, then we dampen our desire. Well, what's wrong with that, Brig? Why am I making such a big deal out of dampening our desire? I'm so glad you asked. Because when we dampen our desire, we also dampen the things that we do to get what we want. Let me give you an example. Y'all know I'm dating, so I'm going to give a dating example. I'll give another example too, like a promotion example or whatever. But like, listen, if I dampen my desire for this incredible relationship and I go out with a guy on a first date and I'm like, I'm just going to like kind of play it cool, not let him know I'm excited. How I show up, if I dampen my desire during that date, how fun am I on that date? Like, How do I show up if I'm like, I'm going to wait, I'm going to see what he is. If he likes me, then I'll give myself permission to like him, right? As opposed to, no, I'm willing to go in and like him. And if he doesn't like me, that's okay. I will be disappointed, that willingness, but I'm going to show up full of desire, excitement, like, yeah, 
dress. I got a date. I'm so excited. Like get on, like put on my red dress and my high heels. Yeah. Like my, 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 my. Yeah. That Johnny Gill. Like if I allow myself to get excited and in desire of like, it could go either way. It's okay. But who I show up as is the thing, right? If you allow yourself to desire this promotion, this job, this like new career changes, like I'm going to go in like all in through the interview process and I'm going to allow myself to really want this and I'm not going to hold back. How you show up for those interviews is going to be different as if you showed up like, yeah, if I can, if I get it fine, if I don't fine, I'll be okay. Who you are, how you show up for that interview will be totally different, right? So that's why I'm like, no, we are on the cusp of creating and going into places that we've never done before, doing things we've never done before because our accessibility now is unlimited. Thank God for our ancestors, right? We don't have to wait for seats at tables anymore. We get to fucking build tables. And I don't care if they're the kitty table. That's a start. We're starting. So now we see like, oh, we have access. It may not even look like theirs. That's okay. It's a start. We're going. But in order for us to go into these areas, we have to cultivate desire. And in order for us to cultivate desire, We have to be willing and understand and meeting our nervous system where it is. That's where thought management comes in. But it's not just thought management. It's nervous system regulation. Like when I think this thought, my body reacts this way and be very curious as to why. Oh, it's because I've been taught to desire more is selfish. It's because I've been taught to desire more is dangerous. Let me meet myself where I am. Let me unpack this and start questioning all of that. So the questions you can ask yourself is, why are you feeling this way? Why is that not true? What are you afraid of? What are you making this mean? Right? And what are you unwilling to experience? What are you preventing yourself from experiencing by dampening your desire. That is probably one of the best questions you can ask yourself, Queen. What are you preventing yourself, you think you are preventing yourself, from experiencing by dampening your desire? And when you dampen your desire, what are you creating? And how are you creating the very thing that you don't want to experience? Using my example on the date, Like if I want an amazing relationship, how am I preventing an amazing relationship by dampening my desire for that by how I show up on the dates? Okay. So be on to yourself because our brain is only there to protect us. And it makes sense that it's protecting us. You don't have to be like, I can't believe I'm doing this. You're like, oh, I totally get it. Why you're protecting me. Thank you. I like to thank my brain. Thank you. I know you think this is scary, but listen, when you teach yourself emotional management, which is what I do with my clients, 
when you learn this skill of questioning and meeting yourself where you are and not making discomfort a problem, then you get to go through, cultivate your desire and like extend that comfort zone just a little bit more each and every time. And you teach yourself like, I know discomfort feels like ass. Listen, (laughs) breakups are not easy, right? It feels like ass, right? Not getting the job isn't easy when the other person and they introduce them and you got to be happy for them and everything. That ain't easy, right? You get it. But when you know that you have a protocol, you have a way of meeting yourself where you are, it is no longer this scary foreign thing that you have to just shun. It's just a human experience that's a part of life that you're willing to experience because you want to live outside the comfort zone. And the better you get at meeting yourself where you are, the better you get with allowing those negative emotions, disappointment, all of them, the better practice you get at loving yourself through it. The more you step up to that comfort zone and push that wall the fuck away a little bit more, a little bit further, and a little bit further. And next thing you know, you're doing some credible, amazing shit. Discomfort at all, you're allowing yourself desire. Cultivate your desire for more, queen. There's nothing wrong with you for wanting more. I literally have tears in my eyes right now because our desire for a fulfilled life is our God-given right. Stop dampening it. Stop making it a moral issue that you want more. We get to thrive. We get to fucking flourish. Cultivate that shit. It's okay for you to desire more. And it's okay for you to be grateful for where you are right now. And it's your willingness to meet yourself where you are, to experience those emotions. And it's your knowledge and know-how on how to treat yourself when you're in that discomfort, how to process those emotions, how to manage them, how to sit with them. And it's your willingness to have the normal human experience. There's no exit ramp off of the human experience. And we've been taught that the exit ramp is not to desire it. But if we don't desire more, if we don't cultivate it, then all we do is keep creating the same life. The reason why I'm having this long discussion on desire is because desire is the thing that will propel us to do the shit we want to do. So we have to learn how to cultivate that desire and make it normal to want, to dream, to daydream, to want more and understand our body's reaction to it. And while we're like, oh, maybe this is crazy. You should be happy with what you have. You're getting too big for your bridges. Oh my God, like this is dangerous to want more. Who are you? All of that, all of those questions. Who are you? Who you think you are? This is dangerous. And that fear of feeling disappointment, those two things. 
we get to manage ourselves, manage our response, make it normal that we have this response and learn how to meet ourselves. You want to know how to do this work? If you want to do this with someone, it's my jam. (laughs) Also, don't forget, we have the master classes. Those are totally free. Sign up, go to my website, brickjohnson.com. I try to have them regularly so that you guys have an opportunity to coach with me, to ask your questions, anything that's going on with the podcast, any questions on this, how to do this work, for sure, come to the masterclass. But if you want to do this work one-on-one every week, rewiring, retraining your brain, retraining your thoughts, understanding, unpacking, that's where working with me one-on-one or with a coach one-on-one is so helpful. It just expedites this process. Desire is not a bad thing, ladies. You want to get married? Desire it. You want to be president of the company? Fucking desire it. You want to create a $100 million business? Desire it. You want a house on the beach? Desire it. You want a size eight body with a big booty? Desire it. I don't care what it is. You want an amazing content life? Desire it. It starts with desire. It doesn't start with doing all the things. That's the action. The thing that propels the action, remember, is our feeling. And our feeling is because of our That's the thing that creates the action. Trying to do action without fixing the feeling that propels it, puts you in willpower, white knuckling, and that's a limited resource. You will surely stop. You will surely get discouraged. You will surely say, "Uh uh-uh, I can't do this. Forget it. If you don't have that feeling that goes with it. All right. Next week. We'll talk about how to create that feeling. All right. Bye, guys. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to brickjohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. BrickJohnson.com, B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.